Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 13, verse 7 says, When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be troubled. For those must happen, but the end is not yet. For a nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places and there will be famines and troubles. These things are the beginning of birth pains. The events that tend to cause panic and wholesale fear have been occurring for generations. Wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes, famines, and troubles in general, well, they've been a part of life on this planet from the fall of mankind in the garden. Scripture gives the picture that such things will, however, accelerate in their occurrences as the end approaches. So it's not the events themselves that are the harbingers of doom. Rather, it is the frequency of these events that warn us that the end is near. These are the beginnings of birth pains, quote-unquote. As the birth pains that come in pregnancy. Now, some texts use the word sorrows. It explains it well. It is understood that such pains... Having begun, once they have begun, they come in increasing frequency until the baby is born. And such will be the case as we march forward to our due date. Everything that we read in the newspapers that causes our heart to race is not going to get better. As we continue toward the end, the frequency of these things will increase and increase exponentially. Verse 9 says, But watch yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils. You will be beaten in synagogues. You will stand before rulers and kings for my sake for a testimony to them. Now please note again, we are warned here to be careful. Watch out for yourselves. Notice the personal nature of that warning. It says, Watch yourselves. Apparently, every individual must personally stand guard as to the integrity of his own spiritual standing. Verse 9 is not a strange occurrence in the halls of history. But as we near the end, the faithful will increasingly come under attack. The enemies of the faith will rule, and their intolerance will grow, and their frustrations will be manifested physically against Christians. Verse 10 says the good news must first be preached to all the nations. So part of the frustration of those who come against us will be fueled by the believer's tenacity and determination to continue to spread the gospel. Even at the end, the good news will advance and spread to the end of the earth. Verse 11, when they lead you away and deliver you up, don't be anxious beforehand or premeditate what you will say. Say whatever will be given you in that hour, for it is not you who speaks, but the Holy Spirit. So when things finally seem to be out of control and it appears that the faithful are crushed under the weight of the world, 
The Holy Spirit will come upon us as he did in that upper room so long ago. The Comforter will always be here to see us through. Now make no mistake, increasingly the battle lines will be drawn. There will be the separating of the sheep and the goats. The marginal believer, well, he will move on, and the radical believer, he will step up. The faithful will stand immovable on the concrete word of God, and the religious emotionless, well, they'll flock to their fluffy, user-friendly congregations that have traded their Bibles in for theater seating and the best in praise music, quote-unquote. Verse 12 says, Brother, will you deliver up brother to death and the father his child? Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. Now scripture tells us that in the end there will be a great falling away. Some will depart due to persecutions, some will leave for the enticements of the world. But we can gather, however, that the departures from the church will indeed increase in frequency. We can expect things to get rough. Even families will divide over this issue. But the cost of discipleship will increase and fewer people will be willing to absorb the cost. The pieces are being put into place even as we are here today listening to this as people even now put their families first over Christ, over kingdom, and over discipleship. The King James Bible commentary tells us, He that shall endure unto the end shall be saved is used to support a good works gospel. However, the New Testament teaching on this subject dismisses such an interpretation. Romans and Galatians specifically discuss this issue and clearly declare that salvation is based on faith. In this passage, one who endures, quote-unquote, speaks of a genuine believer who perseveres to the end of his life. Now, to interpret this in any other way would be to negate many other passages of Scripture. Enduring, you see, is proof of our salvation not the cause of it. Verse 14. But when you see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand it, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Now, this passage speaks of an idol standing in the temple. There have been many attempts to write off this prophecy in many different ways, including as having already come to pass. Again, the King James Bible commentary tells us, quote, many Jews thought that Daniel's prophecy was fulfilled in 186 BC when Antiochus Epiphanes, the king of Syria, erected an idolatrous altar in the temple of Jerusalem, and he sacrificed a pig thereon to the heathen god Jupiter Olympus. Others believed it referred to the entrance of the Roman soldiers into the holy place before the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. So you see, these are just a couple of the ideas that have been presented to try to explain away this passage. 
But I can tell you, if you have the fortuitous lack of insight and find that you have missed the rapture, you may just have a chance to see these events in verse 14 actually unfold. But I'm here to tell you today that if you do, run, run, run. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. 